0: Also heard her there speaking to uh, one of the miners, a former miner, Vuani Dudube, who worked at the gold mine in Virginia in the Free State uh, and how he feels. He hails actually originally from Butterworth in the Eastern Cape, and he told us his story as well. Now, for more on the story, we joined on the line by a lawyer for the miners, Charles Abrams. A so very good afternoon to you, Mr. Uh, Mr. Abrams. It must be a glorious afternoon. Are you popping champagne yet? Well, thank you so much you
1: know, for having me on your show, and thank you to your listeners. Well, it's, uh, it's been a wonderful day, you know, for us. It's a 10-year journey. But more so, I think it's a glorious day for all the um, former mine workers who've contracted silicosis and tuberculosis. For them, it has been a lifelong journey. And I think it's been a really wonderful day for them today.
0: What is the feedback that you've received from some of the miners uh, after, the, after the verdict?
1: The feedback is ecstatic um, from all over Southern Africa, those in Lesotho, Mozambique, Swaziland, Mozambique, um, Botswana, um, you know, people are very, very, very pleased with the outcome. It's 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 a milestone for them in the very, very long journey. It's a milestone in the sense that, you know, the court has now allowed them to proceed by way of one big group um, of which there will be silicotic miners and be lotic miners. Who will be able now to pursue, you know, the claim against um, the gold mining industry?
0: Does this case set a precedent in terms of uh, uh, the type of uh, court case that, you, that that is now currently pending as as class action?
1: I think it, is, it does set a precedent, but uh, also bearing in mind that precedent has already previously been set, and I think that this this case builds on a growing body of precedent. That is emerging in our South African law that uh, the notion or the tool of a class action is an extremely useful and important tool particularly when it comes to vulnerable groups uh, marginalized communities groups such as uh, you know these former gold mine workers um, who are sick uh, marginalized do not have really access to um, legal resources and so on, and what the court effectively has done today was to allow them to utilise this tool uh, in order to realise uh, their, their right.
0: Mm-hmm. At what point now can the actual class action case be had?
1: Right, uh, perhaps you know it's important just to spell out what needs to happen as from today onwards. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a series of um, notices now needs to be um, given to various uh, the mine workers uh, in South Africa as well as Southern Africa. We are tasked with um, publishing, you know, those notices, um, whether that be through um, radio or newspapers, um, and those. Is essentially to popularize and to make known, uh, the outcome of this case. At the same time, we will also be preparing our summons as a class against, uh, the number of mining companies. Um, and that will entail effectively a two-stage process. Um, very just briefly, one would deal with uh, all the common issues that cuts across, you know, all of uh, the miners. And then the second stage, if we are successful with the first one, would be those individual issues where it impacts you know, on each individual uh, in particular.
0: Now, we understand that the number of complainants can grow. What are we looking at, or do you have a sense in terms of the number of minors that can uh, lodge this particular class action?
1: There are significant uh, numbers out there um one would not want to speculate but uh, they run into the tens of thousands uh but there are you know studies that have been you know conducted over time that puts the numbers you know conservatively between 500,000 to 750 some as um as high as uh, over a million um but you know these numbers will only you know become much more evident um, you know, as miners, you know, are being notified and, you know, as they make the claim that they really want to be part of the litigation. Right now, the uh, impact, you know, of the case is that all miners uh, that have contracted silicosis and tuberculosis as a result of their working conditions are in unless they want to stay out of it. And if they want to stay out of it, they have to give us notice. By the thirty-first uh, of uh, January twenty seventeen,
0: is this judgment only confined to gold miners, uh, and and what about uh, um, miners that work in asbestos mines, where that was more prevalent in terms of TB and silicosis?
1: You will you will re- recall that uh, a few years ago, uh, more than ten years ago, there has been a huge settlement both in South Africa as well as in uh, the UK. In South Africa, it was. Uh, The unbundling of the Gencore resulted in a settlement, and in the UK it was a settlement with CAPE PLC. That was in respect of asbestos, asbestos, uh, miners who have contracted asbestosis. Today we are dealing only with uh, those who have worked in the gold mines because the particular disease prevalent in gold mines are silicosis and then of course, you know, tuberculosis. Mm-hmm.
0: What options are now there for the mining companies after this particular ruling?
1: Well, um, as uh, the mining company's representative, you know, stated in the clip, that it is up to the individual mining companies to consider the options, and you know, one of that may very well be that you know they might want to appeal the de- you know the decision. We will only know that once you know the period of fifteen you know court days uh, have elapsed. <laughs> um, but at the same time, it is certainly my view, and I certainly would hope that uh, the industry would look at it that this is perhaps you know an important you know point you know to you know seriously consider intensifying you know the efforts of trying to find a resolution to. Um, The litigation and to the plight of, you know, these miners. Um, Matters of this sort, you know, can go on. It can go on for a significant period of time, uh, 10 years, if not, you know, 15 years. We certainly hope that we would not necessarily have to go uh, that, you know, um, long and far in order to get to where we would want to be.
0: Is there perhaps a chance for settlement and compensation to the miners rather than a long drawn out uh, case?
1: um they we, we are in contact and we uh continue the dialogue with the companies. i think that uh, the sense that uh, i have you know from these discussions is that there is an earnest on the part of the uh you know the industry in wanting to resolve you know this historic legacy and i certainly hope and i believe that you know that would necessarily be the case but i would also like to say that if there is going to be a settlement um, that settlement will have to be made in you know, an order of court because the court has to be satisfied that the settlement is in the interest, you know, of uh, the uh, the class or classes, you know, as a whole.
0: Mr. Abrams, thank you so much for your time and joining us here.
1: Thank you very much.
0: That was Charles Abrams. He's the lawyer for the miners, and they're celebrating. T-